It's Green and Gold Insiders on a Thursday. Time to check in with Ben Brust, ESPN Wisconsin, co-host of KBN. That's Kyle Brust and Nortman, 2 to 5 on 94.5 ESPN. It's a brand new show. We need to get like hoodies or a mug or something like that, right? Get some we're, stuff we're, out there. We're on day day four right now. Right. So, you know, you, you can't get it all right when you start. You got you to earn some revenue, you know. Stuff, stuff isn't free in this world. Packers are one-and-a-half-point favorites for their game on Sunday in Atlanta against the first-place Falcons. The Packers were underdogs going to Chicago against a terrible Bears team. They blow them out, Ben. But here we go. Game number two of the Jordan Love era, and the Packers are favored on the road. I like how that looks anyway. Yeah, I mean, if you're a Packer fan, week one could not have gone any better, right? I thought in all three phases, offense, defense, special teams even, like it, it felt weird to see them like put together a game in special teams. I was like, this is new. What I will caution is I think the Bears are no good. Justin Fields wasn't able to do anything. The Packers took advantage of that. So you have to give them credit because you can only play who's on your schedule. Eventually, you're going to face adversity. This is Jordan Love's uh, first road game as a starter for this year. Obviously, he played in Kansas City, which isn't a great way to like use that as like a, uh, hey, his one start against Kansas City on the road, look what he did. Well, you know, that was uh, short preparation, second year. Uh, Rodgers had COVID, and in, in, in then I think he probably showed you his toe if you were at that press conference. <laughs> right. um, so I just think I'm intrigued to see how this team does handling adversity. They won the turnover battle. They did everything right in week one. That's not football. Football, you have to uh, take a hit, and how are you going to get back up? And Jordan Love hasn't taken a hit figuratively and literally from a turnover standpoint, from getting sacked, like – it's, it's going to be an intriguing game to see his progression in Week 2. Convincing road win in Week 1. Definitely enough Packers fans where you could hear them in Chicago. Probably going to be a little louder in the Dome in Week 2. I wouldn't imagine as many Packers fans. I want to get your thoughts on David Bakhtiari. He has turned into this like sort of grumpy and grizzled veteran. He's been the most outspoken member of the Packers roster, really, the entire offseason. He doesn't really want to be a part of a rebuild. Maybe he is now seeing something in this team that he maybe didn't see before. He's certainly very tight with Aaron Rodgers. We get that. But dude doesn't practice, doesn't play in preseason games, and then he just like pitches a shutout against the Bears in week one. He's flipping off the crowd like... <laughs> It's just like he's all over the map. He really is. If we're being honest, I like, don't know what to make of him anymore. I, I honestly like I don't either because even this week he spoke with Rich Eisen on the Rich Eisen show and he talked about how like Jordan Love has now set the expectations based off he did in Week One and I was like I don't love that right like that was his first start against a bad Bears team he had three touchdowns you know about two forty in, in in the air like. That's a tough spot to put your quarterback who's, who you want to grow with. Like, I think just saying, like, hey, Jordan Love played great. I thought our offensive line gave him the best opportunity to be successful. He's not, he is not doing any coach speak, and I, I love it from a chance that we get to talk about it. In the summer, he's talking about, ah, we're rebuilding, and now he, he said we're rebuilding after Rodgers, but we have 10. Like, he can't figure out where he's at. I think he at his point in his career, right, wants to be a, a part of something that's going towards a championship. And it, 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 this isn't a Super Bowl winning team, but you can be encouraged by week one and the signs of them growing. I think he's just like caught in the middle of like, all right, I better like start embracing Packer fans and what's, what's going on in front of me because really I'm the only one that kind of had a negative feel and a negative output towards you know what this team was doing when – 
Jordan Love and all the young guys and all the offense, and they were going up to Door County and, and partying together. He's just kind of on an island being that veteran with one of the youngest teams in the NFL. As long as he keeps protecting Jordan Love, that's all Packer fans should be caring about. Does he need to be a leader? You know all no. about this. Sometimes one of the best players or the best player on a team isn't necessarily the best leader on the team. Does he need to be more of a leader just because he's got the all-pros and all the accolades? I don't think so. I think he can just just lead with his actions in, in terms of protect, protecting Jordan Love. Um, I think it sounds like Jordan Love is the leader already, right? I think even watching him get the game ball in the locker room, it wasn't just the offensive side of the football of players in there that were like, yeah, Jordan. Like The team really is rallied around Jordan Love, and I think that's really important because obviously on the defense, I would say the leaders – from an outspoken standpoint, is Jair and Russell Douglas. They do the most chirping, they do the most talking on the field, off the field, and they've created that sort of identity. That's not Jordan Love's approach. So I think the identity and the leadership, it's, it's with number 10. Two numbers for you. Packers minus one and a half, they're favored on the road. You like it or no? I don't. Um, again, I, I think the Bears were so bad that, like, I don't know what I learned other than what they're capable of against a team that didn't pressure Jordan Love. The question marks around Aaron Jones and Christian Watson, eventually the youth is going to catch up to them in terms of, like, not that they're going to lose games, but there's going to be adversity. And I don't know how the youth is going to handle adversity yet because we just haven't seen it. I just thought the Bears were so bad it wasn't a true barometer of what 17 games is going to look like. It'll be a different road environment, that's for sure. It's a dome. It's it's a different game down there. Yeah, Fewer I mean, Packers fans. Do, do, dome or not, again, it's just Jordan Love has such a small sample size when we think about it. We've had joint practices, three preseason games where he had three good series, but there's also two series in there where he, you know, he was growing. He's going to take some bumps. He's taken no bumps. And I imagine not everything's going to go perfect in week two like it did in week one. If it did, I mean, that's football. Eventually we'll come back the other side. Like it all evens out. I say that with refing, I say that with turnovers. Um, but again, I need a bigger sample size before I start declaring like, oh, this defense is going to continue to create turnovers. And this special team, Anders Carlson is a rookie. He's going to continue to hit bombs from 50. Like, he struggled in the preseason. It was one game. I tried to take a step back and say, look, let's not overreact because there are teams that go 2-0 and and don't make the playoffs. There are teams that go 0-2 and do make the playoffs. So, I am in the wait-and-see approach. That's why I would go with the home dog. 40-and-a-half on the over-under. Do you like that at over, or do you like the under? There? I like the under uh, here. It, it, it seems like it's like asking you to take the over based off a 38-20 to 20 game that they played in Chicago. Um, but Atlanta's defense showed some promise. Uh, they had uh, a d- defensive player of the week and a safety that had caused three turnovers. Um, and, and with that, I just think, you know, it's going to get a little gucky, you know, especially if there's no Aaron Jones and Christian Watson. That uncertainty leads me to um, a little bit of a nastier type game, especially if there's no Aaron Jones. Like, A.J. Dillon isn't going to get, get you those 20-plus yard runs. If he plays better than 11 carries in 18 yards, which hopefully he does, he's getting you, you know, those four or five yards, more third and, third and short situations where you're able to pick up first downs. It's just going to be a little bit more yucky of a game, I feel. All right, you got a show to get back to. It's KBN on ESPN Wisconsin, airing right now, amazingly. We borrowed Ben for about 10 minutes. Back to KBN, Kyle, Brust, and Nortman on 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee. Thanks, man. Matt's always a pleasure.